Good morning, buenas tardes, and buena noche from wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm your host, Liam Kyle McGowan, and you're tuned in to another episode of the Football Dads. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode, brand new week. Wow. What a crazy weekend in soccer. I mean, upsets, comebacks, demolishing. I thought you were only going to say, week. wow. <laughs> huh? You were like, wow. And then you paused. I was like, that's, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just building the anticipation. You know, I go, wow. Everybody goes, what a great week. You know, and then, then that's, how, you know, that's how it flows. Um, good week in Serie A. Good week in the Premier League. Good week everywhere. Let's start with Mateo. You were out last week. We missed you. The MLS. Please. Uh, oh. Absolutely. Let's start it off with the greatest league out there. The MLS. Uh, I, I guess since I said I actually have to do it now. Lol. I guess so, yeah. Lol. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, Atlanta tied NYCFC. NYCFC has been god awful this year it's been fantastic to watch um, we love that we love it they, they've been on a rough streak as of late they've lost to us twice in like a month and to us i mean the red bulls so lol 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 lol, lol. um new england beat dc new england is on a tear they are 21 7 and 4 right now with 70 points the next closest team is philadelphia with 49 so it's a close one this year. Uh, then we have um, the Inter-Miami CF beating down on Toronto. The king himself, Iguain, has come alive. Um, he The third goal technically was counted an own goal, but he assisted the pass that uh, counted as the own goal, um, had a goal. Uh, his brother had a goal, sorry, and assisted. He's finally coming to life. Um, Inter Miami's finally coming to life, possibly, probably not. Uh, Chicago beat Cincinnati four three. Orlando and Montreal tied. Uh, Nashville, who's in third and actually doing really well for the MLS, is tied one one to Columbus. There's so many games. Wow, there's so many teams. Um, Minnesota beat uh, Philadelphia three two. Uh, LAFC beat Dallas 3-2. Colorado and Seattle tied. San Jose beat down on Austin 4-0. Vancouver beat Portland 3-2. And this past Saturday, NYCFC beat down on DC because DC is just no bueno. Um, Enter Miami won 5-1 against Cincinnati. They beat them down. Um... Seattle lost to Sporting KC 2-1. Red Bulls beat Columbus 2-1. Philadelphia beat Nashville 1-0. Toronto and Montreal tied 1-1. Minnesota and LAFC tied 1-1. Colorado and Portland. Colorado 1-2-0. I don't know how. The Rapids have been the worst team in the league for centuries, and now they're doing incredible. I don't get it. <sighs> Stupid Kronke. I hate him. Um, but for the league... It goes into the top seven, go into the playoffs. So there's not even an actual league winner. Um, 
New England's in top for the Eastern. Philadelphia's in second with 49. Nashville's in second and third, technically, with 49. They Their record's crazy. They're 11, 16, and 4. They've only lost four games, yet they've tied 16 of them. Um, Orlando's in fourth. NYCFC is in fifth. Red Bulls are in sixth currently. They've come back into the playoffs. I don't know how. And Atlanta's in seventh. Um... And then for the West, you have Seattle is in first with 58. Sporting is in second. Colorado in third. Portland in fourth. LA Galaxy is in fifth. Minnesota in sixth. Minnesota in seventh. LAFC is in ninth, even with Carlos Vela on that team. So Chicharito is significantly better, clearly. Um, but yeah, I mean, that proved, I, I don't even know. Significantly. Significantly. All the way better. Um, I guess for player stats. But Chico yeah. is the greatest Mexican of all time. No. To say no. no. There is. Oh. You, you literally have Mexican icons in the game currently, Abdul, and FIFA. Stop <laughs> the cap, please. Those guys are trash. Oh. Um, Ola Kamara has 17 goals. Um, and then you got. Adam Busca, Daniel Soloy, and Raul uh, Rui Diaz all tied with 16. Um, and then with assist, Carlos Gill has 13. And a name I have no idea how to pronounce, honestly, on Montreal has 13. And Jack Price with 12. Um, that, I mean, that wraps it up for the good old fun, exciting, adventurous MLS of MLS. Um, that was so exciting. That's what I'm saying right now. Let's get into real soccer or football, as they say, across the pond. Um, <laughs> indeed, indeed. The Bundesliga. We had some good games. Oh, good choice. Thanks. I think. Bull. Um, Friday, Mines beat Augsburg 4-1. to Dortmund finally got back in their winning ways. Um, they beat Armenia Belfield 3-1. Bayern Munich destroyed Hoffenheim 4-0, sadly. Um, Leipzig beat down Guther Fruth 4-1. They um, sadly just couldn't stop Leipzig, even though Leipzig's been on a not a great run of games in the Bundesliga. Um Wolfsburg lost to Freiburg, which then pushed the Wolfsburg um, manager out. So he is no longer with Wolfsburg. They actually fired him after this game. Um, they were on a great stretch of games. They were like 4-0. And they've gone 0-1-4 since their 4-0 stretch. So they, they've been on a terrible form. They, I don't know what's been going on. Ever since they tied Frankfurt, they've been on a skid. Um, don't know what's been going on. They've been losing in the Champions League. Um, they haven't been playing well at all within the Champions League. They recently lost to Salzburg 3-1 in the Champions League, and they're currently in dead last um, as well. So, not looking great for them. Freiburg, That's really I mean, crazy, though. Freiburg on they were the really good, right? That's what I'm saying. They were 4-0, and then they've went 0-1-4 since they were 4-0 in the league. 
It's crazy. It's insane. They, they've tied two games in there, and they've tied two out of three. They played only three games in the Champions League, so out of their three games, they've tied two. And it's not to – I mean, they tied Lille, and then they tied Sevilla, and then they lost to Salzburg, and Salzburg out of that whole group is, was probably one of the worser teams, so it's surprising. Um, but yeah, they've lost to Molten Gladbach, Hoffenheim, Wolfsburg, I mean, uh, Union Berlin, and now, uh, Fre- Freiburg. Freiburg, on the other hand, has been frying. They're 5-4-0, they're five, oh, so they haven't lost a game in the, the Bundesliga, actually. Um, they've been doing really well for themselves. Uh, Hertha B, Hertha BSC, uh, beat Molten Gladbach 1-0 this weekend. Um, Molten Gladbach's been... Up and down. I mean, as I said, they beat Wolfsburg, but then they can't beat Hertha, so it's very confusing. Um, Stuttgart and Union Berlin tied 1-1. Bochum beat the shit out of Frankfurt. I don't know how. Um, Frankfurt's been horrible. Um, They've been on a skid of of skids. Um, They're now... Two points away from the relegation qualification and three points away from relegation. Um, they're one five and three this year. They've been playing horrible. Um, and the last game, Köln tied uh, Leverkusen with a late goal from Anthony Modest after Sheik and Bellarabi scored their goals in the fifteenth and seventeenth minute. They came back to tie two two. Um, so in the league, you got Bayern up top again. With seven one and one with twenty two points, then you have Freiburg. I mean, sorry, you have Dortmund with twenty one points, seven zero oh, and two. Freiburg five four and zero oh, with nineteen. Leverkusen in fourth with seventeen. Union Berlin with sixteen. Leipzig, after having a bad start, is in f- sixth with fourteen. Mainz, Köln, and Wolfsburg all tied with thirteen. Um, and then you got. Montenglapak and Frankfurt are my two surprises that I thought would be doing much better, but they're 12th and 15th, respectfully. Um, in the bottom, you have Osberg with 6. You have Armenia Belfield with 5 points and 17th. They don't have a win yet. They have 5 draws and 4 losses. And then you have Guther Fruth with no wins as well. 1 point on 1 draw and 8 losses. Um, sad times for them probably back down to the gulag for them um robert lewandowski has 10 goals holland has nine patrick Sheik has eight iwoni has seven modest and nabry have six for goals assist you have kramarch with six Wirtz with six hector with four um muller with four as well and then for the uh where are the clean sheets? The clean sheets, you have a guy from Bochum, Manuel Reichman with four, Freiburg keeper Mark Flecken with four, and Mainz keeper Robert Zentner with four as well. Um, I mean, that wraps up the Bundesliga for this weekend. There's some good games going on this weekend as well. You have Leverkusen against Wolfsburg on Saturday. You have Union Berlin against uh, Bayern Munich um, as well. And you have Frankfurt against Leipzig. So, some good games for, mm. for those games. I mean, you have Dortmund, Köln, and Köln clearly is able to come back, and Dortmund hasn't been themselves as of late, so maybe that could be a game as well, but we'll see. 
I mean, Holland still is injured. Rain is injured as well, and Molland is too. So it gives them some. Oh some wow, that's a lot. Yeah, they have they have Mullen, Holland, Reina, Dahoud, Schmelzer, Guerrero, and their young gun uh, Mokoko. Rainier still won't play. No, of course not. No, kills me. Didn't even play against Armenia. Yeah, Dolly Mullen. Damn, that's, that's tough. He did. He did. He came on the seventy-six. So we. But yeah. Disrespect is crazy. Yeah, it pretty much is. Their keeper, their their main keeper, Kobel, came off injured as well. So they're having a great time down in in Dortmund currently. But yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for the uh, the Bundesliga front. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Um Yes. What should we talk about next? I think we should talk first about of all, how good Barcelona is first. I think that's the most Barcelona, important. Barcelona. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, Barcelona. Actually, Barcelona. Listen, listen, talk about listen. how Real Sociedad's going to win the league, but that's just me. Listen, there's a possibility. All right, <laughs> top seven, the top six teams, bro. This I, I don't think I've ever seen La Liga this close in a while. We have Real Sociedad with. with 21 points. They tied Atletico Madrid, thankfully. That only gave them one point. Um, right now, they're at 21 points. Madrid, Real Madrid, the best Madrid, the greatest team of all time, is at 20 points. Sevilla is at 20. Atletico Madrid is at 18. Real Betis is at 18. Asasuna is at 18. And then you've got Atletico, uh, Athletic Club, Barcelona, Valencia at 15, 16, and 13. It's, it's wild how good La Liga has been the last few weeks. Um, also, Abdul, Real Madrid beat... Yeah. Sevilla has to play Barcelona still, and Athletic Club has to play Real Madrid, so... <laughs> you got right, right, right. Ah, I still believe in my team. The, the problem is, well, I have some bad news. Well, for both teams. We have Valverde out for a few weeks because of the knee injury. Yeah, and right. Barcelona has Dion with a hamstring injury. So... I think Madrid could still maintain greatness without Valverde, but Barcelona will fall bad. They'll be down bad without Dion, for sure. They have Brathwaite back. It's all good. The second coming of God is here. Brathwaite will... Oh, this guy's not getting injured again and sit down for a few more weeks. It's fine. Dembele's about to be He's back, a bot. too. He's a bot. The best winger. Yeah, Miller needs to leave. The best winger in La Liga is about to be back. Yeah, 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 yeah. You thinking about the Brazilians in my bye? Goats. Not them. Um, with uh, player stats, you got the man, the legend, the myth, the great, the goat, Karim Benzema with nine goals still, with Luis Suarez behind him with six. Uh, Vinny is at five, still not scoring yet. But he's still doing his thing. I'm loving him even more this season. Uh, Kareem Benzema is still up with the assist, with seven assists. And then we have Oscar Tarejo with five, and then Nguyen with three. Uh, with big chances created, we have Rafa Mir from Sevilla with five, Kareem Benzema with four. And then 
clean sheets. We have the we all the we also see that guy is doing his thing. He has uh, six clean sheets. Nice. Pretty good. Um so this weekend we saw Sevilla smoking Levante 5-3. Real Madrid beating Barcelona for the first time in a minute, 2-1. And then Real Betis beating Rio Valenciano with three and two and then Atletico tying it. Uh, to Real Sociedad early goals, two and two. Suarez doing his thing. I think he might be getting an inform on that FIFA, which is cool. Possibly, possibly not. He was the man of the match. And then today, Catafe and Santa Vigo played, and Santa Vigo smoked Catafe. Three, no. Um, and then we have Alaves, Levente and Catafe going bye bye to the second division if they keep up their uh, GOAT. Playing statuses. Uh, They're co-playing statuses. I love that description. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. sir. But, yo, I think next week's games are probably going to be deadly because all seven games, all seven teams up top, they're playing each other, kind of. So, like, if Real Sociedad loses and Real Madrid wins, we'll be up by three. And I'm hoping that they take it out because they're playing Santa Vigo and Santa Vigo has been playing well lately. Um, Barcelona's playing Rio Valenciano. I think they'll do their thing. Sevilla will beat them as well. I don't know, man. I'm hoping for Madrid to kind of keep doing their thing nonstop. No L's, no ties. I'm hoping for uh, the league to be ours there. this season, the show. La Liga is crazy, bro. They have games on Super crazy. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they play Saturday, and then the weekend. Sunday, bro. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, I don't know, man. They're trying to. They're pushing it. They are. You got Wednesday, but, Real Madrid's playing, and then they're playing on Saturday. Yeah, haven't yo? You know what's Madrid? crazy? Yo, Xavi has won seven trophies with the team up in the Middle East. And I think he might be next. I think they're going to kick this man out of there, man. I think Ronald Coleman is going to have to leave. And Xavi might be the next one to take over. And I think that's a good uh, good move, honestly, in my opinion. Because you got Xavi, who I think is experienced, you know. Obviously, it's not the same type of soccer from Saudi Arabia to, to La Liga. But he knows the system. He played in the best years of Barcelona. So I think he'll be a really good um, manager, if he ends up taking over next year or this January, if they end up getting tired of the guy coming. Hmm. Has the Real Madrid been dominating Clasicos, though, Abdul? Yeah, they've won four of the last four. I mean, the reason why I feel like it's been like that, though, I mean, yeah, we've won three in a row, I think. Four. Or three or four in the last, like, five uh, Clasicos. You, but it's been... But it's been the downfall of Barcelona. Like, I'm not as hype as I'm, like, uh, like I'm not as hype as I would be. Because Bar- um, also Messi, I don't think Messi played in some of those games as well back then. And Barcelona was just going downhill. So, like, it's not as, you know, cool as it would be to have him with I mean, Messi. If Messi was... A win's a win. A win's a win. You still celebrate it. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Del Clasico never like the heights it reached. Messi versus Ronaldo was like that is the best Del Clasico will ever be. It'll never come back to that ever. Yeah. Um, Barcelona right now though, like the thing is, I think the fans and I guess like the Barca leaders or whatever you want to call them, 
Like they need to really just accept that it's time to patiently rebuild because their their finances are absolutely fucked. Right. Yeah. They're super in debt. Right. They can barely even bring in players instead of putting all this insane stress on instant results. Why? Like they need to just be patient, rebuild themselves financially, trust in their young talent. They're going to be mid table for the next couple of years. But if they do it right, they can restructure themselves and build themselves back up into the big club they were. But like if no, they keep trying I agree. instant shit, like they, they keep trying to bring in these players to fill gaps or firing coaches like every other week, they're just gonna keep descending and descend it's just gonna be a free fall. I agree, but I don't think they'll go anywhere with their current manager. I really do think and believe that Xavi could save them. I actually do believe that. But it's, they need to put in a manager who they're, they're going to give a lot of time to to build things back up with the understanding that they're not going to get any marquee signings. Like, these are the players yeah. you have. You're going to have to use a lot of youth. or Like, they're broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's just like, agree, if they yeah. come into it with that understanding and they give whoever's next, whether be it Xavi or whoever else, the time and the understanding of this is what we want instead of just, like, you need to go and win every single game you play. Like, that's just – that's come on, that's not going to happen. They need to be more realistic with it, or else their club is screwed. It's going to destroy itself from the inside out. So, Palo Madrid, Vinny's the king of Spain. Yo, the guy violated in that, the classical, man. That left-hand corner, bro, he was just violating. What's that guy's name? They subbed they, him they, out. They took, they took Mingueza out just because Vinny <laughs> yeah, was destroying him. On the, on couldn't the handle him. He could not handle him. And then Barcelona is just all over the place. How are you going to play death at left wing? I mean, right wing. And Mr. I really wish he made that shot. He really messed that one up. Bro, Coleman has it all over the place. I feel bad. I don't feel bad. I'm so hyped. I'm happy that Barcelona that bad right now like i'm <laughs> you were just keep it up i'm dead <laughs> keep it up real madrid will conquer spain uh the champions league uh maybe in a year or so but we'll have we'll have la liga we'll have la liga baby on to the night baby fair enough fair enough all right i think um i'll go syria i'll talk about uh some good games real quick um the big game for me this week was definitely Inter versus Juve this Sunday. It was a 1-1 draw, not without drama, of course, in the Derby d'Italia. Uh, Dzeko opened the scoring off of a Hakan Chalanongo hit from outside the box. It rattled off the crossbar. It fell right to Dzeko. There was nothing uh, Andanovic could have done about it. And it was, I mean, uh, not Chesney. And Dzeko put it in, 1-0. Game went on, 1-0 for Inter for a long time. Paolo Dybala came on and changed the game for Juventus. He was the man of the match. He got the penalty in the 89th minute, converted it. Um, Max, uh, um, Max Allegri has said Inter are still favorites to win the Scudetto this season. They're, I don't really agree, but I feel like if they were to get the heights that they hit last season, different coach, different players, of course, but still have that same core core team with Barella and Skrinar and all these other players, you know, 
I can see what Max Allegri's talking about, but I feel like he's just trying to relieve the pressure off him and tell everybody Juventus is not winning it this season, by the way, so don't fire me when we don't win the title. <laughs> um, another game, Roma-Napoli, 0-0 draw. Wasn't really much to this game. I mean, Roma came off some really big losses. I mean, getting cooked 6-1 to Bodo Glint. And Hauk wasn't even on the team. I don't know how that's possible, but, you know, whatever. They got destroyed. I mean, there was a video. Brian Cristante, one of the one of the core club members right now, for I would say one of the core squad members, was trying to offer his shirt to the traveling Roma fans. And they were like, no, 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 no. Just yelling, like, how could this happen? You know, what what what, what, ha- what happened, you know? Nil-nil draw, Napoli remain top of the table, but they are now completely even with Milan with eight wins, one draw, zero losses. So that's great for us. I'm very glad that was a nil-nil draw. Would have loved for Roma to win, but that's okay. Hellas Verona. Hellas Verona. Diego Simeone's child murdering his father's old club, 4-1 with a hat-trick. I do believe that is Giovanni Simeone's first hat-trick of his career. Could be wrong. Definitely the first in Serie A. Um, Didn't he score Napoli. a poker? Did a you what? Say that already? I thought he had four. I think he, did. he did have four. My fault. He yeah, did have poker. four. It's a poker. He did have four. He's an incredible fire, game. Fire. Incredible. One of the one of those games of the ages, you know what I mean? I mean, Immobile had a goal, but pff, nothing you could do about that, honestly. I mean, Napoli had more of the possession, but in terms of shots and chances created, Hellas Verona had 16 shots to Lazio's nine and 18 chances created to Lazio's seven, with six big chances to Lazio's three. I mean, complete domination for Hellas Verona, in my opinion. They almost they had the same pass success rate. They had only 15 less passes than a team with uh, Luis Alberto and Serge Malinkovic-Savage. I mean, Lazio need to get their head back in the game because they came off that convincing um, win against Inter last weekend and then to just collapse against Hellas Verona. And this Lazio do this a lot. Lazio do this a lot. So, got to figure that out. Uh, Fiorentina, comfortable win against Cagliari. Vlaovic gets his first goal of the season from open play. Well done. He is continuing to score. Biragi got a goal off of penalty. Um, good game. Good game. I love the fact that Bonaventura is getting playing time. He got subbed off in the 82nd. Good game. I do miss Bonaventura for Milan. I think he could be an asset even at this stage. Next, we have Atalanta Udinese with Beto getting a 94th minute equalizer for Udinese. Pasilic had a fantastic game, but he couldn't do it. Pasilic, I, I shout him out because he's an ex Milan player. Um, played for Chelsea as well, quality player. Atalanta had way more possession 68 to 32. But even with that, you know, Udinese, they have pacey wingers. They have Dilefeo. They have Kevin Lasagna up top. Pace, pace, pace. They play on the counter. They made chances on the counter, and just in the last minute, they got one. So, 
Atalanta got to just shake that off and keep it going. They are having a good season, so I don't think it'll mess them up that much. My team, Milan, played a fantastic game. We dominated the first half against Bologna, fell asleep, fell asleep. I feel like we came out in the second half thinking this game's done, done and dusted. Let's just play, pass the ball around 45 minutes, go home. Nope. Even though Bologna were down to nine men when it was 2-2, we had trouble breaking that defense, which is worrying. However, it took us about 20 minutes from about the 60 to the 75th, 79th minute. We opened them up. Ben Asser got the go-ahead goal. Beautiful volley. And Ibrahimovic got himself on the score sheet for his third appearance in a Milan jersey this season. So that's good for Ibrahimovic. Three appearances, two goals. And he had an assist. Beautiful ball to Rafael Leal. So I'm glad to see Ibrahimovic getting game time. And he's he's making... Um, and he's putting in the results, too. He's getting the results, getting goals and assists. 40 years old. He joins, I believe, Costa Curta and three others as the top five oldest players scoring the Serie A. So, well done, Ibra. Empoli with a confident win over Saunitana. Catrone got himself a goal. Very happy to see that. Andrea Pinamonti got himself a goal. It's funny how a young Milan player and a young Inter player are now like the dual striker out of team together. That's funny to me. Um, Torino beat Genoa. We play Torino tomorrow. They, uh, Pobega is a Milan Loni on Torino. I'm excited to see how he's doing. He got a goal. Mattia Destro and Caicedo got goals for Genoa. Those are two quality players, but they couldn't get Genoa over the line. Torino came out with the win 3-2. And last but certainly not least, two more. Sassuolo versus Venezia. Domenico Berardi, great game. Got the opening goal, well, the, the equalizing opening goal for Sassuolo. They beat them 3-1. Venezia got the opening goal in the 32nd. Uh, Sassuolo this season have been hit and miss. Hit and miss. They keep some consistency. They could really start... Uh, like they have the last couple of seasons, in my opinion, Sassuolo's got themselves up there to at least be a top 10 team. They're in 13th right now. So just, you know, Domenico Baratti keeps it up. I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll get Sassuolo back on track. And the last game was, was Sampdoria versus Spezia. Candreva with a fantastic goal. He will most likely get an inform. I've seen him in the predictions. Kendreva this season is on fire. On fire. Shout out, Kendreva. You get your team the W. Spetsdia made an attempt in the last couple minutes. They got a 95th minute goal, but it just wasn't enough. So good round of fixtures from the Serie A. Um, let's look at some player stats. Immobile is still the top scorer with Dzeko in seventh and Giovanni Simeone with six. Nicolo Barella has five in, uh, assists. He's the top with Luis Alberto's four. And looking for a clean sheet. Well, actually, quick, um, talking about goalkeepers. Our goalkeeper, Milan's goalkeeper, Mike Magnon, unfortunately has had to have keyhole surgery in his wrist, which is going to sideline him for about two months. So we've just signed a replacement, Mirante from Roma. And we also have a backup, Tatrushano. Neither of them are on Mike's level. It's a real blow to the team. What are you going to do? And David Ospina leaves, leads the league in clean sheets for Napoli with five. That ex-Arsenal goat. Right, Mateo? Uh, and that'll do it. 
That'll do it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ex-Arsenal GOAT, you know, leading Napoli to the top. Oh, God. Oh, God, Arsenal going crazy. Oh, speaking of English GOATs, well, English uh, league GOATs, Ospina, a couple other people. Alan, first of all, my condolences, first of all. <laughs> my condolences. And I, I mean that. Because, Oy, in baby. Ooh, that was that was tough. Um, Alan, why don't you talk to us, man? What happened? Do 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 you want to talk? Are you all right? I mean, how you feeling? Ole in until after December second. I I mean I don't think Ole deserves to get fired, and I I saw some fans like violating him at some signing, and it was like, damn, it was damn. Ole in until after the Arsenal game, and then Ole out. I need, um, I need a free So, Arsenal won 3 1 to open the weekend. Uh, Chelsea hammered Norwich 7 0. Palace drew Newcastle 1 1. Everton got hammered by Watford 5 2. Leeds and Wolves drew 1 1. This is all Saturday, by the way. Southampton Burnley drew 2 2. And Man City beat Brighton 4 1. And Brighton was having a good start to the season. They're still fifth, actually. But yeah. And then uh, Sunday, uh, Leicester beat Brentford 2 1. Liverpool hammered Man United 5-0, including Pogba getting a red card in the 62nd? 60th. In the 60th. Uh, I think he might have broken Nabi Keita's leg, too, which kind of sucks for him. No um, he way. Was finally having a good Yeah, he, I mean, he, he went studs high. He had to be stretched off. Um, he got sent off for, for just reasoning. Um, Pogba deserves it. He'll probably get like a three-match wow. fan stuff, too. Wow. He was wild. And it was 4-0 anyway at that point, but yeah. Add insult, or no, it was already five. No, add insult to injury, um, literally. Um, and then West Ham beat Tottenham one nil. Um, league leaders uh, Salah is now on ten goals after the hat trick he scored on Sunday. Barty second on seven. Antonio is third on six, and then Mane is fourth on five. And then there's like ten guys with four: Callum Wilson, Diogo Jota, uh, Son Heung-min. Ismail Asar, Neil Mope, Hwangi Chan, by the way, good for him. Greenwood, Bruno Fernandez, uh, Abomiang, and Firmino. And then as far as assists, it's still Pogba leading just because he has so many in the beginning of the season. Jesus and Kovacic and Salah are now tied second with five. Ducore has four, and then Trent, Emmanuel Dennis, Mikhail Antonio, who's in my fantasy team, and Alan St. Maximin are all tied for sixth on three. Uh, and then clean sheets, I'm pretty sure it's actually, yeah, Mendy and Allison and Ederson all tied on five, which makes sense. And then Robert Sanchez of Brighton, Hove, and Albion is tied fourth with four. Um, so, yeah, he's having a really good season. Yeah, I mean, man, you suck. Um, they're awful. Uh, we should have, we honestly, I don't know if y'all watched the game, but we should have been up 1-0 in the first five minutes. Bruno Fernandes misses a sitter. Um, and yeah, that's it. They, they were awful. Um, I think they're probably just going to try to focus on the champions league now. I mean, they're kind of out of it. It's so early in the season, but they're still already, they're eight points back of Chelsea and seven of Liverpool, but they're not better than either one of those teams. Um, so my guess is they're probably going to try to get out of the groups and then just take their puncher's chance effort with whoever they can. Because on a given night, if their attackers are firing, like Fernandez, Pogba, Ronaldo, Greenwood, Rashford. Oh, Rashford, by the way, is the only one I thought would have played well. 
He had this one move where he literally took the entire defense and just nobody ran into the box to get the tap in, which was infuriating. Um, but yeah, I mean, they suck. Um, they're awful. That was the worst loss we've had at home in a very, very long time. I think it might be our worst loss ever without scoring a goal because we've lost like 7-1 last year to Tottenham. Um, but yeah, I think it was our worst loss ever at home without scoring a goal. And uh, Ronaldo got a goal chopped off because, you know, the offside king that he is. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for the friend, though. Chelsea and Liverpool look like they're going to fight with Man City for the title. Um, and then fourth place is up for grabs for anybody. I mean, Man U just by default. West Ham, Brighton. I mean, what are the odds Brighton stays there? I hope they do. It'll be fun. Uh, Leicester, Tottenham, and maybe even Arsenal fighting for fourth. But yeah, that's about it. Arsenal are the best. All right. But I just want to go back to the Man U game real quick, Alan. Okay. Okay. Liam, hasn't he been through enough, bro? Yeah, they played like shit. They played like shit the last two months, though. Like it's not, it's just not due. Like they should have lost against Atalanta. They finally woke up when Atalanta was beating the crap out of them. They should have lost. They got hammered by Leicester. They lost to Everton and sucked. They sh- they should have. They didn't play well against Villarreal. They lost to Aston Villa. They lost to West Ham in the Carabao Cup. They lost to the young boys. I almost dropped an F bomb on that. Like they've sucked for the last two months now. Like, this is not new. Yes. Like they they hammered Newcastle, and that's like the last good game they've had. Their wins. It took a Lingard winner in the 89th to beat West Ham. Villarreal took a 94th minute win, 95th minute winner from Ronaldo, who didn't play well that game. Everton, we should have beaten, and we let them back in in the 65th. And then Atalanta is our only other win, and I mean we sucked that first half. It was awful. If we took our chances, we beat them like nine two. But we did. So, so, what do you think is missing then on that team? Because as someone have, who doesn't watch, they Man have U, no. They have no work rates. Their their attackers have no work rates whatsoever. And Pogba by attackers, you're meaning upset. you're meaning Ronaldo and Greenwood. I mean Ronaldo, and, I'm meaning Greenwood. I'm meaning Fernandez. None of them are playing hard right now, which makes sense. They're upset at their manager. They say that every international player, for the most part, is done with Ole. I don't. They said except for a couple. I wonder who the couple are. But they said it was so bad that certain players were talking crap to their national teams about him. Wow. Um, they need a better manager. No, they have no – yeah, they have no work. But you know what? It, it goes beyond the manager. Like, at, at a certain point, you should have some damn pride. Yeah, but what happened time, on What happened – like, Fernandez should not ever that. miss that shot. Um, Ronaldo should never not be pickpocketing in the box. Like, it, Rashford's a tap-in if he's just there. Greenwood and Rashford and Ronaldo, they say don't like each other because they don't pass to each other, which I, I don't know if that's true or not. Greenwood and Ronaldo is, don't like each other? They don't get along with each other. They don't pass to each other. They both – Ronaldo does not like that Greenwood shoots the ball a lot, which, I mean, listen, he's a scorer. That's his job. He's ahead of Ronaldo in, in the league scoring right now still. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they, they don't – and they don't try. And I don't know what happened to our back line, but Shaw and Wamba Sokka have sucked. Maguire is still injured, and they're they're still playing him regularly. They should be playing Bailly or somebody and trying to just get away with it. And Lindelof sucks right now. I don't know why they're playing so bad. The only player who's playing well every week is De Gea. And it was not his fault what happened to him. He was being left – they left him one-on-one every single time. And 
when you have a guy like Salah, it's, it's, you're going to lose like that. Who is, by the way, the best player in the world right now at this very moment. No doubt about it. But yeah, like every goal, go back and watch the highlights. It's a one-on-one with De Gea. There's nothing he can do. He made great saves against Atalanta. He made great saves against Villarreal. He kept us in that game the whole time. He made seven saves against Leicester, and we still got hammered 4-2. Like there's nothing – like they don't – they have no heart. There's no heart whatsoever. That's the sad part to me. I don't even care that they're losing. They just, they have no heart. And you know what? You watch your manager out. I get that. That's cool. But like that, to anybody else, to your own teammates and to the people who are fans, like that's, that's trash ass behavior. Like you should at least still be trying. You could say you want him out. I don't give a crap. But like to just go out there, even ask him bench. I don't care. Don't be out there. Let Lingard play ahead of Ronaldo or Greenwood if they don't want to host. But yes, that's it. I'm glad I asked that. I feel like you needed to say that, Alan. Nah, man. Thought that the whole season. I've thought it since the second week of the season. And Ronaldo, to his credit, has multiple game winners already. So I can't, I can't sit there and knock him too much. But yeah. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, John. I've I've felt your presence just in 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 capsule. Salate, whatever that word is, this entire podcast. So please go ahead, John. Uh, what? Don't worry about it. All right, it's the past. Absolutely. Something I'll take like it that. As a, as a compliment. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what yeah. word looking for. Uh, Moving into France. I wouldn't know because I don't know what language trying to say. Different language. Go ahead. Okay. All right. We go. Black. Black. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll start with. Um, Mateo, you can pronounce it better than I can. Le Classique. Yes. Marseille versus PSG. Um, they drew. It was a nil-nil game. I only watched the first half. Um, <clears throat> what I do know is, dude, fans in France are crazy. The atmosphere is insane. Every single corner kick that PSG got, they had these, like, stewards – like it was like at least like five stewards like running around with this giant net just to like try to catch things that fans were throwing at the corner kick taker. Um, and that wasn't even working. They had like police like police with riot shields also trying to protect the corner kick takers as like bottles and God knows what else are just raining down on Messi and Neymar every time they want to take a corner kick. Um, pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, the game was no nil. Uh, both teams scored a goal, but they were both offsides in the first half. I also know that Hakimi got a red card in the second half for a dog so challenge. So basically, he fouled. He was the last man, and he fouled someone who was throwing goal, denying of an obvious goal scoring opportunity, and he got a red for that. Um, but yeah, no nil. Um, PSG basically just parked the bus after they got the red, and then that was the end of that story. Um, the one game I did watch this weekend, which upset me, Lyon Nice. Lyon controlled, I want to say, a good 70 to 75 minutes of the game. Um, and then this guy named <sighs> so Tino. Pino Cadawara, No, I, still, I think so. Nice scored in like the 80. I think it was like the 82nd or something um, to make it two. Sorry, Leon were up two 0 controlling the game. Nice got a goal off 
they, they pushed forward. They made it 2-1, I think, around the 80-something minute. And then Tino Cattawari, I think he's the right winger for Lyon, completely boneheaded challenge, gets a red. And from the moment he got that red, you could out of something mentally just shifted for both teams. Like Lyon got really nervous, and Nice just ate them up. And they they, they scored a well, they got a penalty in the 89th and converted, and then they turned the game around. I think it was like a 90 like 92nd minute goal to win three two. So they were two 0 down at the 80th minute and won the game three two. Um, absolutely crazy. I feel bad for Leon, but they got to be able to keep it together mentally. Like they clearly, after that red card, just I I don't know how to say it nicely. They were shook. So, they shot themselves. They were that's the best. That's the best way I could put it. Um. So Lille, another disappointing game. They drew with uh, Brest, I believe, is what they're called. Um, Jonathan David. Still uh, continuing his, his his goal scoring. He's been scoring a lot lately. He scored his seventh of the season. Um, but then uh, Brest was able to tie, and that came in at 1-1. Uh, Lens continue their brilliant season as they absolutely destroyed Mets 4-1. Um, Lens are actually in second place right now, and, and they're playing really good. Like they, they have a really good shot at a Champions League or a Europa League spot this season. So they're looking, they're looking really, really good. Um, Monaco got a comfortable win against Montpellier. I believe the score was 3-1. Um, Valen, Ben Yedder, and Jelson Martins getting on the score sheet. I think Valen's the one who gets the inform, sadly, Mateo. So I know. He has got a goal assist. He got the goal assist and man of the match. Yeah. Uh, I think that the end continue um, in dead last after a very, very disappointing draw. Well, they were losing 2-1, and they tied in basically the last minute. So important for them to get that one point, but still, you know, this season has been so bad for them, and they continue sitting at the very bottom of the table. Um, Nantes were able to beat Clermont 2-1. Let's see. Rennes scored a late, late winning goal to, to beat uh, – Strasbourg, and then Troy were able to beat Stad Rems 2-0. 2-1. Silly boy. 2-1. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Okay. And then Bordeaux and Lorient drew 1-1. And now let's go into the top scores. I think Jonathan David is going to be at the top. No, so Stad Rennes, Laborde, and Jonathan David are sharing the spoils at the top. Seven goals apiece. Jonathan David has one penalty, though. Board is none. Um, ben Yedder moving up the table, six goals. Kazri for St. Etienne with six goals, even though they're in dead last. Um, clearly, he's trying his best, but it's not working out too well. Um, Mbappe has five goals. And then let's look at assists. Moses Simon still on that five assists. No one seems to be able to crack that. Um, Mbappe with four. Caio Enrique, shout out. Brazilian left back. Very young. Well, not very young. He's like 21, 22. He's got four assists as a left back. That's pretty impressive. Plays for Monaco. Any other big names? No. Mateo, if you have, if you have the uh, the clean sheets readily available. Yep. 
Um, I just where they go? Oh, they're down here. Um, so clean sheet. You have Alfred Gomez from Ren with five. Uh, Walter Benitez with five as well, and then you have Paul Lopez from Marseille with four, and Paul Baradoni from um, Angers with four as well. And then you got wasn't that the France goalie in the Olympics? Yeah, Bernadoni. Yeah. Sure. Yep, he is. Um, and then you got a bunch of guys with uh, three. You have Keylor Navas, uh, Jean Louis Luca, uh, Arthur Desmas. Um, yeah, you got a couple of them with three as well. Gotcha. Yeah. And let me just name name the table basically. So, <clears throat> in Champions League spots, you have PSG and Lens. Once again, Lens killing it the season. Uh, nice is currently in the Champions League qualifying spot, which is third place. Marseille is in fourth, which is a guaranteed Europa League spot. And in fifth is Rennes, who, which is a guaranteed Europa League conference. Europa Conference League? Yeah, Europa Conference League spot. Um, other notable teams, Monaco in eighth, Lyon in tenth. Uh, Leo, sorry, Monaco in eighth, Lyon in ninth, Lille in tenth. The three of them need to really try to get it together so they can start moving up the table and challenge for positions that historically they always challenge for. Um, and then just once again, St. Etienne, absolute bottom of the table. Not a single win yet this season. Very disappointing. So it's really not looking good for them. But that's all I got for, for Ligue 1. Have we done all the leagues? We have done all of said leagues. Okay. So I want to share... Uh, just some interesting info. We even did the I MLS guess. today, John. What happened? We even did the MLS. You guys did MLS today? Yes. Oh, nice. I was going to mention Red Bulls are, are, are looking How could good. we not start with the best league, bro? Come on. Yeah. Facts. I got to get together. So then the only thing I have to share is um, in the Brazilian league, the really interesting thing that is happening right now, two historical greats are both in the relegation zone. One of them looking... Absolutely screwed. So Gremio is in nineteenth. They're in second to last. They're losing. They they they're losing to everyone. And it's like and and they have they have uh, Douglas Costa. They have Douglas Costa. They signed Douglas Costa this season, and it's just they're playing so bad. I want to say the last big team to fall was Cruzeiro, who they were like favorites to win the league that year, but because of financial issues in which the players just weren't getting paid. The players are just like bullshitting, or like not playing, actually playing with their hearts out. So they got relegated. Gremio has no financial troubles. Like they have a really good squad. They're financially sound. Everyone gets paid on time, and they are like, I don't know what's going on. Like you see in the players' eyes, like they're just like mentally just destroyed. Like they have no more faith in their season, and there's still like ten games left. If they win two games in a row, they're out of the relegation zone. But they just keep losing and losing and losing to just really bad teams. Um, so they're looking like a big one that might – That I think they're very likely to get relegated this season. And then the other one is Santos. And I believe Santos has never been relegated. They just entered the relegation zone right now. Um, so, yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. But some some major, major teams might be on their way down in second division. Yeah. And I equate that to like, like Remy and Santos for Brazil are similar to like 
Liverpool and United for England. Like Santos is like the biggest yeah, in Arsenal. historical Arsenal. team in Brazil. And then I was going to call Grêmio Arsenal, but Grêmio has continental success, but no domestic success, which is the opposite of Arsenal. Arsenal is very domestically good. Continental, not that great. Yeah. Ever. Oh. Yeah. Ever. So we'll see. Flamengo might be. I think if Santos get relegated, I think Flamengo and maybe one other team are going to be the only two teams ever to not get relegated in Brazil. So big W. We'll have that going for us. And if I, I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, Flamengo is in the final for the Libertadores. Yep. Um, I'm going to invite you guys over when it happens. Oh my God, we're getting the so invite. You can either watch me and get really happy or. Yeah, oh my god, that's happening? Wait, wait. What if they lose, John? I don't know. Yo, if they, if they lose, we're leaving immediately after so John can. If they well, lose, we record, like, I'm just going to we can, we can record a live reaction to this game. I'd rather not. I don't yeah, want to look back on that. I don't want to get happy memory. You're going to see a lot of F bombs, ladies and gentlemen. A lot. Yeah. I'll be flying. Yeah, November 27th, I think it's a Saturday. Game is probably at like 3 p.m. So I'll let you guys know in advance. And we can watch that. And then if we win, we're 100% going to destroy yeah. Chelsea. <laughs> they don't stand a chance against us. So. Yeah, it's going to be on Saturday, November 27th at 3 p.m. Yep, there you go. And Flamengo lost it beat Pemetas the last time they played September 12th, 3-1. So... Easy W for uh, Palmeiras haven't beat us in I think four years. We we've absolutely like they, they just can't beat us. But of course it'd be this one really important game in which they finally turn it back around. <laughs> they're in really shitty form. Well, we're both in shitty form, but they have all their starters and they're in shitty form. We're like all of our stars are injured right now, and we're like our medical team is working overtime just to make sure everyone's back in time for the final. We've given up on the league. Atletico Monero is going to take it. Hulk has been just destroying, making mincemeat out of out of the Brazilian league. So they're going to take they're going to take the league just fine. Um, but we're we're in the final for Libertadores, and tomorrow we play. Not tomorrow, sorry. Wednesday night we play a semifinal for the Brazil Cup. Yep. Um, if, if we win that, we'll play against Hulk and Atletico Monero in that final too. But I don't really care about the Brazil Cup. I just want the you know. I want the big one. That European glory. You know it. But yeah, stay tuned. Nice. That's, that's exciting, to be honest. I can't, I, I can't believe we got the invite. I don't know, bro. If Milan were in the Champions League, <laughs> I don't know. So, we lose that. <laughs> Everybody got out! <laughs> so my thing was, we, we made it to the... We won. We won it in nineteen eighty one. We won it in nineteen eighty one. But then, for the first time in like forty years, we made it to the final in twenty nineteen. And I ref- like I had to watch it absolutely alone. Like no one was allowed to be around me. And we won it in twenty nineteen. So like, I think for me, just winning, seeing them win it once was all I needed. Like my life was complete. Just because like forty years is a long time to not win. So I was like, I thought I'd never see it, but I saw it. So like, now it's just, it's whatever. It'd be fucking amazing if we won it again, obviously. But now, like, if we lose, I can still. There's still consolation that I saw them win it once. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would suck if I just 
didn't see them win it at all. So we'll see. I got faith. I think we're the better team. Yes, that's for sure. Fair enough. Felipe Melo's trash, so. Yes, even though he scored today. Yeah, Wait, this is the final? I thought this was the semifinal. No, this is the final of the... Uh... This is the final of Libertadores. Yeah. We're playing the semifinal of the Brazil Cup tomorrow against oh, okay, another team. Okay. And if November we win that... Yeah. Oh, this November is post... Post... Um, what's it called? Post... Thanksgiving. Oops. Yeah, like Larry Thanksgiving weekend. That weekend, yeah. Ooh, could be. Not the weekend of, of family and giving. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I have a swift TV thrown out the window. It sucks because I should be mad happy that we're in the final, but I've felt nothing but stress. Black Friday's that Friday. I have a question. John could buy a couple Would you TVs. be more excited if FIFA announced that they were initiating all Brazilian league cards and a team of the season for the Brazilian league? Or Yes, I'd be so much more excited. Because there's no... The Copa oh, like a guaranteed win? No, no, like a good game. Like penalty shootout. No, 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 but I'm saying like, I'm not choosing between them making the final. I'm choosing between them winning and FIFA putting winning, in yeah, Brazilian yeah. league well, cards. potentially winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. If you throw any potentiality in there, I'm taking the guaranteed FIFA cards because <laughs> I want to play with Gabi Gold. But uh, if you're offering me a guaranteed win, then I obviously I would take the guaranteed win. But like, like I said, dude, making the final has only caused me stress. Like, I haven't been happy since we won the semifinal, just because the anxiety is killing me. I honestly, I honestly prefer the time when we used to just get knocked out early, so I didn't have to worry about this shit. You know, it's like, ah, we got knocked out, whatever. But, like, now that, you know, I don't know. I get so anxious. So, I got to work on that. We'll see. Maybe a W, so that's all that matters. That's the fact. It will be. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will Lol, win. Lol, same. They better. So, what questions Lol. did you go through last week? If any. We went through through them all. all Yeah, we went through all of them. Oh, can we talk about how FIFA released their their updated international rankings and they had Brazil 1? No, they didn't. I mean, not Brazil. Not Brazil. Not Brazil. They they had Belgium 1. Brazil 2. Yeah. They had Brazil 2. Argentina was like, what, 6? Yeah, Argentina went down. Bro, what is wrong with them, bro? And they had, and they had. I will will say this. Lol, 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 lol. Beat Belgium does not deserve being number one. Hell no. But I will say lately, Argentina has been getting results, bro. But they're not dominating their opponents. Like they're winning one nil, even though they could win ten nil. I think if they wanted. I understand why they left them down there. I don't get how Brazil is too though. Because of the way, FIFA, the way FIFA does their rankings is like this weird point-based thing. Brazil hasn't lost a game. Well, they lost the final of the Copa America, but like, I think that was their first. Brazil lost two games in like, fuck, like five years or something crazy. That's why they're still so high up. Because like the way they rank this shit is so, like, it doesn't make sense. It's like a ladder ranking. It's like um. You know how FIFA used to do if you're if you're in the elite like you'll get this. FIFA used to do like the skill ratings. Uh-huh. Like every win you get a couple points. This is kind of how it is how it's how it is. 
I don't like. I don't know how what Belgium did to have that, the many as many points as they have, but like Brazil just aren't losing. That's why they're they they remain so high. France should really be higher though, but I guess they lose some stupid games that fuck them over. I don't know. Uh, they just won that trophy. I mean, they, they got the 24. It says they went up 25 points. We just beat Belgium. Last. How does Belgium not lose any points, though? That's what Yeah, yeah Belgium being one is what really gets me tight. They didn't my assumption is they don't lose points because they made it far enough. Like, once you make it far enough, they won't deduct you. I don't know if I'm wrong. Because I don't think they deducted points off Brazil for losing the final against Argentina. They just gave Argentina a fuck ton of points. Like I said, I got I got no clue. Bro. They, they also <laughs> lost to Italy in the third place game, t- game too, which really like confuses the fuck out of me. It's gotta be it's gotta be like if you make it far enough in the tournament, they won't deduct you. They'll only give points to the people who keep making it further. That's gotta be it. That's why Italy is Italy got like fourteen and you got twenty five. And who came in? Uh, who'd you guys beat? We beat we beat uh, Belgium and Spain. You beat Spain. So Spain got the. That's Spain crazy. actually went up less points in Italy. That's actually really funny. That makes no sense. Right? Well, like, I don't know. That's what I, mean. I have no idea how they do this shit. <laughs> I don't either. They, they got to be, be calculating wins from like the qualifiers too, I guess. Because this is like, this is monthly, right? Yeah, it's monthly. Yeah. So maybe like Italy won one more game than Spain did over the span of the month. Maybe. What also doesn't make sense is England lost points, but they beat Andorra. <laughs> But then tied hungry. Like, is the tie really yeah, dropping admit, five points? Some, yeah, some questionable choices being made, fam. Yeah, I'm a little confused on FIFA. FIFA's been. You no, know, forget about FIFA rankings. Let me look something up. The only the only ranking the only rankings that matter is France is number one in the world. So the unofficial soccer world championships. Who's the current? <laughs> the current champions are France. Yes, sir. Because you guys beat Spain. Yep. So there's this thing called the unofficial football world championships. Um, and basically how it works is it started with the first ever professional international game. Um, I forget, The first one was between England and Scotland. Um, England won... So the first game between them was 0-0. The second game, England won 4-2, and they became the first ever unofficial football world champions. And then how it works is <laughs> keep the title until you lose, and then whoever you lose to takes the title from you. And so it's like a bunch of countries have had it throughout the years. Scotland's actually the team who's held it the longest, 149 matches. Um, so they're the, the, the longest reigning unofficial soccer world champions. But France are the current holders because I guess Spain had it, and then France just took it from them in the final. So whoever beats France next will be the the world champ. Wait, why did Spain have it though? So I because like since since that first match in like nineteen whatever or eighteen whatever between England and Scotland, it's just the tr- trophy, not the trophy, the title has moved on to whoever beats the current title holder. I mean, I can go through. So let's see. But why does Spain get it? That's what I don't understand. Why would Spain have it? Who did they beat? Spain beat somebody who beat somebody who beat somebody. Yeah, like this. Oh, because they beat Italy? Because they beat Italy. Okay. They beat somebody. somebody Let's see here. Like, it's a whole list. Stupid way to rank it. From after France won the World Cup, France got that title. And then I think they lost to like. Yeah, Italy had it. Italy had it last. 
Spain beat them in the semifinals, which is why it went to Spain, and then it went to France. Italy held it for a long period of time between Euro qualifying the Euros. Um, they took it from, let's see. I think Italy took it from France. So France had it after the 2018 World Cup because they took it from Peru. Who somehow had it. So Peru had it. It went to France. What? From France, it went to Italy. Italy to Spain. Now back to France. So wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. If Finland, if Pookie bangs out against France one game and wins 3-2, let's say he bags a hat trick, you're telling me that Pookie and Finland are the champions of the world? Yeah. If Finland is the next team to beat France, they are the unofficial that is the football stupidest, world champions. That is the stupidest championship trophy nonsense I've ever heard. It's not a real thing, right? It's just a funny thing that like someone kept track of. It has a Wikipedia page. That's just, it's just funny. So like, like if Andorra magically beats France in a penalty shootout, Andorra is the champion. Yep. Yep. It's just it's like it's like boxing. It's like any fighting. You know, you you keep the title until you lose. What's yeah. crazy though is that it stays in like continent a, like until a the World Cups. But not always, right? Because friendlies do happen. So look, I'll, uh, I'm going to read you. I'm going to read so you friendlies the excerpt. Count? Friendlies count. I'm going to read you the excerpt yeah, from like 2010 any, present. Alan, whenever they play. So look, here's here's oh, here's how okay. here's how I it was like only in competition. Here's how it moved since 2010. So it says the European sojourn of the title was brought to an end when Argentina beat Spain 4-1 in a September 2010 friendly. Japan brought the title to the Asian Cup after beating Argentina um, mm -hmm. in 2011 and remained unbeaten through the tournament. And then I, I didn't realize they lost it, it to North Korea. Yeah, non-competition count. Japan lost okay, the title to North Korea. That. And then North Korea held it until... Forever, because they never played again. Until they lost it to Turkmenistan. So Turkmenistan was holding it. <laughs> Let's see who got it next. So Sweden took it from North Korea in something called the 2013 Kings Cup. I don't even know what that is. Um, and then Sweden were beaten by Argentina, who took the title back. Okay. Argentina lost to Uruguay. Uruguay took it into the 2014 World Cup and lost to lost to Costa Rica. So Costa Rica took it. Let's see. And then Costa Rica lost to I think who Costa, Costa Rica lost to the Netherlands, who then lost to Germany. Germany ended up keeping it at the end of the World Cup because that's what, like, yeah, they won the World Cup. Anyone who, no matter what, whoever takes it into the World Cup, the winner is always gonna, gonna keep it. Argentina beat Germany shortly after the World Cup and took it. Brazil then took it from Argentina. Uh, we held on to it until the 2015 Copa America, where Chile ended up taking it. Um, Chile lost it to Uruguay. What else happened? Uruguay took it into. Um, I guess, sorry, 2018 World Cup qualifications, it bounced around a bunch of South American teams. And then Peru's the one who ended up with it at the end. It took it in 2018 World Cup where France took it. Lost to Netherlands. Italy. No, they lost to Netherlands. Netherlands lost to Germany. Netherlands took it back. I'm literally, like, <laughs> tracking it right now. Then they lost to Italy. And then Netherlands lost to Italy, and Italy held it, I guess, after gotcha. that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's convoluted, but 
Congrats. And the uh, friends have it back. All right. The so, friends. Hold it's, the back, title. it's back where it belongs. Okay. But Good. still, important fact, Scotland has held it the longest. 149 <laughs> matches. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. One of the founding fathers. Yay! Until we lose it to Kazakhstan 86 November 13th. Indeed. We're going to lose it to Kazakhstan on November 13th, and then Kazakhstan's going to hold it for the rest of the life. I'm trying to see who's the like. Somehow Curacao has held it once. Yeah. I'm trying to find like the craziest teams to have held it. Zimbabwe has held it seven times. Has Ooh. defended the title seven times. Okay. So has Angola. Where's North Korea? North Korea should be up here. I don't know where North Korea is. Maybe they're not showing everyone. It's okay. We know North Korea is not. No, possible. North Korea's 10 game, 10, 10 title defenses. Hey, let's go, North Korea. Ow! They're <laughs> I nice. guess they had, it, they had it more than once. So they, they defended the title against like a lot of shitty Asian teams during qualifications when they had, stole it from Japan, I think. So, yeah. Interesting. Shout out to Zimbabwe, though. Seven titles. Kings. Nice. Anyone's, Very nice. Anyone's yeah. kept it throughout an entire tournament. Doesn't seem like it. Uh, How have we not known about this before? The most important title in all of football. We have. We spoke yeah. about it. It seems that no team has taken it into a World Cup and kept it after. Because, like, no team has taken it into the World Cup and then won the World Cup. Oh, so, Mateo, y'all better lose that quick before 2022. Now, we're going to hold on to that. We're going to hold it on for longer than Scotland. Scotland. Italy, Argentina, Brazil have all, like, brought it into their, like, the Euros or the Copa America and held it throughout. So, that's, that's happened, but never with the World Cup. Well, don't worry. Like I said, we're going to lose to Kazakhstan quite soon and... Can't wait. Yeah, All right, we'll wrap this up. Let's listen a minute. All right, Liam. Take us out, my friend. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you so much. We had a great time. We hope you had a great time. I learned a lot. I mean, Scotland, pretty much, I just pretty much learned Scotland are like the best international team in the world. So, uh, <clears throat> what is a United States national team? I don't know. Lol, 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 lol. You know, I mean, the f- very f- the first ever official football game ever was played by a Scottish team and they didn't even lose. Like, God. Gosh darn it. I'm such a Scottish fan now. Alright, everybody. Thank you so much. You know who I am. I'm Liam. He's Liam. We all love you. I'm Liam. We all love you. I'm Liam. And that's it. Goodbye. That's Liam. Have a good night, everyone. Enjoy the episode and the rest of your week and the rest of the fixtures coming up. Alan's depression says set good night as well indeed abdul say good night real quick goodbye guys good night ladies and girls oh i guess that works all right that works yeah that works okay thank you bye, bye. everyone